podcast episode 18 i'm atlas i'm cammy wildcard and i'm tracy wildcard this is we have issues hello oh wait our kids did that <laughs> yes they did both they of care them of that. three of them all three of them all three kids three kids did this i'm anthony i'm cb wildcard and uh cb wildcard and i get together every week for this uh this podcast called we have issues where we talk about our latest attempt to salmon slap all of our problems in the world <laughs> and get something done <laughs> yeah um it's a move it's a wrestling move it's very it's very popular all the kids know you know i don't know why i'm explaining it to you um so remember the salmon handshake that we used to have yes i do remember the god and the, the god was good too but the salmon and that was good stuff yeah, um, that was a long time ago. Speaking of a long time ago, Stephen, do, am I old? Do I look old? I first of all, I got my first gray beard hair, and I trimmed Ooh. it off. Um, secondly, the same day, not not just the same day, within twenty minutes of me looking in a mirror and seeing a beard hair, I was at work, and a sixteen-year-old cashier looked at me and said, "Have you always had that dad haircut?" And I was like, "Whoa!" First of all, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, first of all, yes. Missy. Uh, second of all, what? And she was like, you look like that guy from 40-Year-Old Virgin. I was like, what? First of all, you're 16. First of all, you're 16. Not even old enough to get into that movie. Also, not the most recent reference with Steve Carell. What are you doing? Who's the old person here, okay? <laughs> yeah, who's the grandpa? Who's the grandpa? What? So, um... See, dude, I'm I fortunate because I've had what could have been white hair, because I'm blonde, so I don't think I'm going to go gray. I think I'm going to go white. But since my hair is so blonde that I can just write off any white hair I find is just a really blonde hair. So I haven't had that traumatic experience yet. Yeah, um, mine grew in and I was just like, well, I guess I'm dying now. I guess this is like the end of an era. Like I was I was alive and now I'm not, and now it's zombie time. It was before gray hair. It's... Uh, <laughs> bgh and then yeah now this is my post gray hair era um so basically i'm more distinguished i'm gonna i'm gonna get a bow tie i'm gonna figure this out let's hope you get the reed richards because that's like <sighs> ideal for people with wouldn't, dark hair wouldn't that be amazing i mean if, if i could get like the timothy oliphant like reed richards situation going on it's not gonna happen you know what's gonna happen <laughs> i'm gonna lose all of this is what's gonna happen we don't talk about it enough as humans <laughs> like God. I think I think you might be fortunate because you still have a full head of hair. We're both in our early thirties now. I feel like if either one of us is going to go bald, it would have happened already, right? I, I, okay, you, that's possible. <clears throat> You're you. I'm going to say yes because I'm going to be positive and throw that out into the you know non balding energy universe. But um, it's, I, it's it's questionable though because my dad. My grandpa, and on my mom's side, I don't know that guy, so who knows? Maybe he has a full head of hair, and I, I've heard it comes from your mom's side. Um, I've never met him, uh, so don't know. My mom's, my mom's father mm -hmm. uh, died, I think, at 78, but he still had salt and pepper. He was 78 years old, like, full head of hair. Oh, man, that, that man, you remember that man. That man was crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, but he was awesome. But he was awesome. <laughs> that man said some things. He said some interesting things. I've seen him, I, I saw him shake his fist at kittens it's so many times. It was the funniest thing that I've ever seen. Oh, so, the kitten prank course. Oh, it was so good. Steve, so Steve's grandfather used to come over to their house, and he would, like the sweetest old man, do his laundry and just do yeah, laundry. Yeah, like my entire family's laundry, yeah, too. Like, he'd just do laundry. My mom would be working, like we, and he would just, like, 
He was just like he was just like the nicest old man. But continue. So anyway, we'd be sitting in one room, and we could see the kitchen from where we were. And Stephen's grandfather would be arranging all of the laundry on on hangers all all across the bar cap. At the time, there were kittens running amok in the <laughs> house. So one of the kittens would run into the kitchen, swat down on a piece of clothing. It would hit the ground, and Stephen's grandfather would just immediately snap at this kitten. He would run away. What are you doing? <laughs> Dude, and they didn't. They proceeded to do that to him for like an hour or two, but not mistaken. Because they're they're curious little kittens, man. They're just going, yeah, that so closed good. down. Man. So good. Like the solution was so simple. All you had to do was put anything in front of the where the kittens were. You you blockade them. You put them over there. You don't let them out. Not what he did. He just tolerated it in his brain. He was like, I'm going to condition these kittens. They all know my my justice. Like, it was hilarious. So, another funny animal story with him mm-hmm. was uh, uh, our dog, Eleanor. She's the white one, as he called her. And then Sarah's dog, Shelby. They were sisters. This is the time when everyone was living at my mom's house. My mom and dad just got divorced. Crazy story. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it at some point. But, uh, so it was just like this. It was just like a basically it's like a, our house is just a hotel of all of my all of my friends and like my siblings. But yeah, we had these two dogs here. My grandpa, full fledged, tripped over Eleanor. I mean, Eleanor like runs runs behind them, and this man like loses. It falls on his back, like full on wipe out in the kitchen. Like it was just horrible. But Shelby was walking by when he was like <laughs> finally coming to. So like. He goes, that black one tripped me. Tripped me real good. <laughs> Shelby got like, had to go put in her room. And I just like, thinking out. I'm like, you dodged a bullet today, little girl. Let's go hide. Like, it's like he completely blamed Shelby. It was so good. <laughs> I saw it all happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I wasn't about to tell him. Oh, no. My dog would do no wrong. Yeah. Um. So how'd you do this week? So every week, Steve and I get together to make a graphic novel, and we talk about it very little. Um, we, <laughs> we're going to get into more comic book stuff as we go. Um, it's part of doing this podcast is just catching up with you. So it's Yeah, it's, it really is. It, everyone thinks we're doing it for them. It's for us, baby. Yeah. We're just recording it because we say funny stuff sometimes. But, oh. uh, but um, so this week, like I, like I, had, like I had planned, uh, I knew this week was going to be way too... I, I basically didn't do anything because... I had New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and then we we uh, we actually stayed on the beach as a family. Like Tina, Tina and I rented a room, and we took the girls, and we stayed the night. And we were on the beach, and we just had a really busy week all together. Oh. So uh, definitely didn't get anything done. How was your New Year? It was it was good. What did I, let me see. New Year's Eve, we went to her brother's, uh, yeah. and we made table nachos. So like you just put foil. Okay. You just put foil on an island mm-hmm. and you just two bags of tortillas <clears throat> we made a whole pot of like crap cheese like we like bought mm-hmm. single like, like just like yeah. liquid liquid mexican cheese and we just made this huge mess of nachos uh eddie made uh fried dough which is usually his christmas staple but he they were in colorado for christmas so um yep we had fried dough it was just yeah you know just like small little family gathering not much not yeah beautiful nachos Nachos, table nachos are so good, man. Steven, so my, my mom's birthday is December 29th. Let me tell you a story really quick, Steven. Um, do you like laundry? Do you do a lot of your own laundry? No? I, tra- I Okay, so I 
put the laundry in the washing machine, transfer it to the dryer, and transfer it to baskets, and place baskets in in bedroom. Okay, she so, does the folder. Right, she does the hard. She does the dirty. She work. does the hard part. She I mean, see how many steps I just gave you to make it sound like my job was harder. Right, I so. gather it, I put it in the washing machine, I put it in the dryer. I'm a people person, all- Stephen. <laughs> I talk to the people, so laundry doesn't have to. Now, um, so okay, so yeah, you're I. That is the worst part. Folding it is the worst part. So what happens often in my life is I do all of the, so I take my laundry, I can't, I take one step toward the, the washer. I take another step toward the washer. I make it all the way to the washer. I put it in. No, so anyway, I wash, I wash my clothes, dry my clothes. I wash my clothes, dry my clothes, throw them on my bed, and then like ignore them for at least a day. And, and like, just pull like, clothes out as, as needed. Yeah, so... So I was like, okay, so that's normally the case. December 29th comes. I needed a jacket. I hadn't worn a jacket in a while because it wasn't, <clears throat> it hasn't been that cold. Uh, so I grab a jacket. I'm like, oh, ugh, grab, there's my jacket off laundry. Grab it. Get in the, I, so my, my family wanted to go together to, to a, like BJ's local restaurant um, for my mom's birthday. So I get in the car, have my jacket. I put my jacket, like, and as I sit down, I feel something in my ribs. And I was like, that's not jacket. What is this? <laughs> I reach in, and I pull out underwear. Now. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, hang on. I'm remembering how this story started, so I'm remembering the characters that are involved. But continue. Hang on. <laughs> so, 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 I'm in the car with my mom, my dad, my son, my brother and my brother's girlfriend, all of them. So I pull out underwear and I go, ah, I can't show anyone that I have underwear. <laughs> like, that's just, it's, what's this creep doing? <laughs> We're going to birthday for mom, you ass. Like, what are you doing over here? So, so I brought my party underwear. I was, I was, <laughs> I was ready for the occasion. Just in um, case I, get, I got too crazy. You always need the backup underwear. You need the extra like, Backup under, undies, it's smart. So basically, I was the smart one in the car who brought two pairs of underwear. Um, so, so I have this underwear, and I was like, "What do I do?" I was like, "I can't just put it in my pocket because it'll be uncomfortable in the restaurant. And what if it falls out? And it's going to be even weirder in a restaurant if I just have underwear." Um, so I was like, "Okay, okay, okay." And I shove it just between the seat, like under the seat, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna be like a ninja and get this later." And then I forgot about it for days. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no! Oh yeah. no! So, so it was just like my mom's good luck charm, I guess. Like in the back of her car, just just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, um, going around town. It was on an adventure, like in the Toy Story Pixar universe of my underwear. <laughs> it had fun. Like I, it had a whole hero's journey of like there and back again. It was it was the Hobbit's quest with of underwear. Um, and when I found it, it was in a different location under the seat. And I found it. Um, <laughs> so someone may have. My New Year's weekend was really weird. Um, and then New Year's Day, New Year's Eve itself, I, I was just home basically planning for the year and trying to try. Just basically drinking and trying to come up with what I want from this year. You know, just getting in the headspace of doing better. Um, and then a weird monkey wrench was thrown in into my plans for new year's and i i haven't told you about this um steven our house is haunted Ooh, yeah deceit uh, 
Oh, we haven't told that story. Okay, so I was actually going to ask about ghost stories. So let's get let me tell you what happened most recently, and we'll go back to our previous like historical ghost stories. Um, so, so in my house so far, what is that? That is uh, Tina has just returned from <coughs> grocery shopping. So oh, okay. Do you need the help or anything? No, I think we we we, we have a good yeah, experience. Very okay, so. Listen, okay. man. I take the I take the clothes to the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So. <laughs> so the warehouse is set up. My son and I have half of the house, and it's like separated by a wooden barn door. So we have our own living room, our own bedrooms, basically our own little house. Uh, it's kind of like a duplex that way. And then they have a living room in their bedroom and the kitchen, their part of the house. So in their part of the house, a bunch of spooky junk is going on. A bunch of ghosty Scooby hijinks are happening on that side of the house that have not yet breached this part of the house and i'm waiting it's bound to happen it's q ghost over here um so it's gonna get creepy i think however but let me but anyway let me tell you what's been going on so on their side of the house and there have been witnesses every time so far um at least the two of them unless they're completely messing with, with me which is out of their character but it would be amazing um anyway my parents were the greatest, si greatest thing i've ever done yeah my my parents were sitting on the couch together uh, you know, kind of catty corner across from each other. And my dad watches and my mom feels my mom's hair in a ponytail, that's in a ponytail, fly up into the air. Just fly up into the air as if something grabbed it like this and shook it. She jumps forward. Now, when this happened, I'll tell you what, like my, what happened, what my experience was with this was I was sitting playing video games and suddenly I heard the loudest hysterical laughter and that I've ever heard my parents do. In, in like the, you know, the 30 years or whatever, like the longest I've ever, like this is the loudest I've ever heard them laugh. They are cracking up, freaking out, basically. I go in there and it is the scene from Poltergeist where, I don't, I don't know how familiar you are with Poltergeist, but there's a scene in Poltergeist where the mom discovers that like they can set a chair down in the kitchen and something will pull the chair across the room and then like they set the little girl down and the little girl get, girl gets pulled across the room and she's okay. just like she's like hysterically laughing and like overjoyed with how crazy and silly and absurd the situation is that's what my parents were going through they were both out of their minds just like i can't believe i just experienced that like it was real you know like that so, ponytail just went up yeah, this just happened. There's no excuse. There's no fan. There's no air vent. There's nothing behind my mom. So initially, she she said she thought the dog jumped up and was like licking her hair or something. She didn't know what was happening. And the dog, then she looked forward. And that's what made her jump and freak out is she looked forward and the dog was laying next to my dad. So not even close to where she was. So she jumped up. Anyway, so Jeez. they freaked out. Yeah, very scary. Um. <clears throat> Then apparently there were some kind of noises, and then today my dad was sitting in his bed, and I hear him yell. I'm all the way in my room. I was actually like planning for our episode, and he he starts yelling, "Aunt, aunt, aunt!" And I was like, "Oh, what?" You know, like I, I run to go help him, and I get in his room, and he's like, and he points, and there's a bag of chips on the floor. I was like, "Okay." He's like, "It just fell off of that 
off of the cabinet out of nowhere just like not like it's hanging it was on their vanity just like a bag of chips that they had up there and it just completely like jumped off of the vanity like something like pushed it off yeah um just like completely out of nowhere and of course I immediately go to being skeptical and just like, ah, maybe it was just like a slow roll. It's been falling for days and the chips have finally, you know, but you know, according to my father, it was up there secure and it just suddenly dropped off. So that's the update as far as spooky stuff happening in this house. And um, very sudden too, because you guys have lived there for a minute now. So yeah. it's. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I've been trying to think of like, I don't know, like the weird supernatural math, like if someone, someone we know died or like if it's like the anniversary of someone's death coming up or something, yeah, like something weird. I was like, not that I necessarily believe in any of that, but it's, I'm trying to figure it out. Let's tell, let's tell people like our history with supernatural stuff because it's kind of weird, right? I don't even know like in what order we should tell this story because like the way, the way it all transpired for you was pretty funny. So I think maybe you should tell like, like, so like I can, I can tell the story and then you can tell like what you heard. How about that? Like, Okay, yeah. I'll tell the story that's happening on the recorder, then you explain, like, when you finally hear the recorder. <laughs> okay, so so this is what Steven's referring to is, I used to carry around an actual recorder. This is prior to smartphones existing. Oh, I yes. Cell phones obviously existed, but it was, it was... Now I would just hit voice recorder if I wanted to do this. But I used to have a, you know, a very, like, very inexpensive little digital recorder. And I'd carry it around, if I had any kind of ideas or, like, dialogue ideas, character ideas, story ideas... Or just like funny thoughts or, you know, I'd hit record, I'd say it and then, you know, stop and lock. It was in my pocket all the time. This thing had a very simple little analog lock that you couldn't mistake for anything. It just, it's either locked or it's not. You can't record when it's locked and you have to unlock, hit record and that, you know, then you're playing it. So the thing is in my pocket, clearly locked, not recording. We are all in Steven's garage as we always would be and we're all separated by several feet sitting on separate couches and we're talking about was it prom or homecoming yeah um, it was prom prom and so we're all sitting there so, like i said so we're separated by at least three four feet each we're talking it's my myself steven bill um i don't remember who else was there it was you <coughs> me bill mike possibly tommy yeah. So, okay. So all of us are sitting there. We're talking about prom and who, who everyone's going to take the prom or what's going on. And Bill starts talking about how he's, he's, he's saying, I'm not going to ask this person the prom because I'm not interested. Now, here's the thing. We all <laughs> knew the truth, right? Like we all knew that Bill had a crush on this girl, but we used to kind of make fun of this girl because we didn't like her as much, right? Mm -hmm. That's how and I remember it. Yeah, we were just little dinguses, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, we, we, I mean, it was never anything, like, violent or, like, angry. Like, no. no. We never bullied her or anything. It was She was actually at, one in our friends group. Yeah, like, at that point in time, like, the friend group was just so, like, we, I mean, the girls in the group were just, I mean, it was just, like, one of the guys. We would all just razz each other, basically. So that's what was happening. So Bill, yes. Bill was basically trying to feign as if he had no interest because that's what, boys that actually have interest but are afraid of what their other boy friends are gonna say so the night goes on i have to go home it's getting late i was like all right guys i'll see you later as i go to get in my car i hear beep 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 from my pocket and i was like i weird you know so i take it out and i look at my recorder it's in the lock position but it shows that it had been recording for hours it had been recording for a while and i was pretty amazed i was like okay first of all i don't know how this happened i've never made a mistake of hitting record and then hitting lock that's crazy you can't it, it, anyway it was very mysterious 
So I unlocked it. I pushed play as I got in my car and I start listening to it, just kind of laughing at our, our conversation. The thing is, it was in my pocket. So what you hear of the conversation is very mostly like this. And it's just, it's kind of in my pocket. You can hear what we were saying if you were aware of the conversation, but otherwise, mm -hmm. it, you know, it was just, it's clearly, it's between denim, you know, it's, it's hiding behind the, the pants. So anyway, so I'm listening and I'm driving along and I, I hear, like, I hear Bill say, I'm not going to take this person, to I'm not going to ask this person to prom because I'm not interested in her. And then suddenly, as if someone put their lips up to the recorder with a deep voice, I hear the words, back seat and i stop my car and go ah and like literally <laughs> and I, Dude, to be fair i think you were on your way to my grandpa's house at the time where we used to go play pool and stuff yep. and that neighborhood's creepy there's like a lot of windy roads and uh -huh. it's dark and it's old like florida homes like 60s oh, yeah. 70s florida homes so like yeah man that's a creepy like the villas it's a creepy little neighborhood in my opinion but it was so i was terrified so i stopped it and when, as soon as I realized that there was nothing actually in my back seat that I could see, I was like, oh my God, what just happened? What just happened? I was freaking out. So I, I rewound it. Mind you, I'm like the, one of the most skeptical people in the world. Like, I'm not going to just jump to ghost conclusions, you know? So I was like, did you freeze or are you just really still? I'm just really still. Wow. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> so Shaking in my booties over here. <laughs> so... so so I'm not going to jump to any ghost conclusions. So I rewind it, I play it, I listen. As I listen, what becomes abundantly clear was that it says deceit. Deceit. And it's as if, so what you hear, what you what you would hear on this recording is you would hear Bill, because he's sitting four to six feet well, away well, I'm me. not going to take her to prom. I'll tell you why I'm not going to take her to prom. That's exactly what it like, sounded like. And it was... It was amazing. It was incredible. And I, I was so scared that I wasn't going to be able to show anyone because I couldn't explain it. I didn't know what was going on. So I finally got to show everyone. You heard it, right? Everyone. Mike, I remember Mike and I were specifically were very freaked out by it because Mike remembers the – I mean, that's the thing. The, the people that were outside of that conversation that day probably just thought we were just rat making – you know, setting up a prank. Yeah. But like for everyone that was like a part of that conversation and heard that, we're like, well, we didn't hear the word deceit when we were all talking, you know what yeah, I'm saying? It, it didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, there no one in the okay, so had anyone, even if one of us said the word deceit, when it, which we didn't, we're a bunch of like 18-year-olds. Like you know, everyone's like 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds talking about how like Bill's not gonna take a girl to prom. We're not gonna be like deceit. You can get your ass kicked for saying something like that. Deceit! Deceit, good sir. That is deceit. You are lying. Yeah, like Um, so so yeah, that didn't happen. And even if it did, let's imagine for a second that Steven, for whatever reason, did his deceit character. What it would have sounded like was exactly like Bill muffled by the denim, and it would have sounded like deceit. But it didn't. It was very clear as if his lips were on my leg, which they weren't, unfortunately, for my leg. Layering is not like a possibility. No, I'm just no, trying no. to think of younger people would maybe think that layering or something like that's possible. Like, no. Stuff was, like that just wasn't pot. Like, Anthony couldn't have taken that tape recorder and kept that recording and said deceit over it. Without yeah, I, it deleting the original recording, which yeah. doesn't happen. No, like, Steve, the reason Stephen will believe me if I tell him they're vampires is because, first of all, 
I never lie. Um, but one of the reasons I never lie is because if there are vampires, Steven needs to know about it. And I, I wouldn't create a situation in which someone might not believe me. I want zero incredulity. If I ever say I see something, I saw it. I will say, now I'll tell you a story and I'll tell you like what my doubts are and everything in the story. I still to this day won't confidently say that I saw a ghost or anything like it. Do you know my story about the old man in the chair? I don't think I do. How does that? Okay. Do you remember? Okay, so I used to live alone. Um, I lived alone for a while. I loved it most of the time. Um, when I lived alone, I, I used to feel hands on the back of my head all the time. Like, like I used to feel something touching, just touching my hair constantly, and I would just get skeeved out and kind of move. I just always, uh, you know, I always just I still was this at that was this at that complex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. It was at the, the fourplex when I, I lived by myself. Um, do you remember? Maybe you remember. Do you remember the stain on the ceiling? I don't know. Yeah. If you, do you? Do I you remember that? Okay. I I wish I had a picture of this thing. There was, there was a stain. This was. It's. I know it's gonna sound ridiculous. Um, but I'm not like. Okay. Just. I hope people can under like appreciate my candor and just like know that I'm not like a jump to ghost conclusions guy. Like I, you know, I. It, it was just weird, and I'm. It's a. Uh, it, it was just very, very peculiar to see for these things in this order. Um, so anyway, on the on the roof, on the like on the ceiling rather, there was a very peculiar stain that was large, and it kind of looked almost exactly looked like a person in a chair of some sort. It kind of looked like a wheelchair, but I couldn't really like it was just it. But it was a clear shape of a person's head just sitting on this like weird wheelchair. And I was like, that's weird. Never thought about it. One night, I'm in my bed, and I'm sleeping, and I wake up, and as I open my eyes, I see... <sighs> okay. In the doorway, my, like, the foot of my bed was basically facing my doorway. And in my doorway, I see just a hazy old man sitting in a chair in the doorway just just right be right beyond the door like just on the threshold just sitting there just side like pr profile shot just basically sitting there and i just see this and it's it's very hazy like like almost imperceptible but I, so much so that i do the thing that you'd imagine people wouldn't do in horror movies but i, I will do it i'll be the person who gets killed by a dragon just to prove that there are dragons to myself um, because I, I'll McConaughey myself any day. Okay. Yeah. So, so I get up and I slowly start walking toward this thing. And as I get closer to it, it just, I see it. I see that it, it, it looks like a person sitting in a chair. It looks like a, it kind of looked like an old man. It was very hazy and I'm like rubbing my eyes and it's still there. And as I got to it, it just wasn't there is the only way I can really describe it. And I don't know what it was. Um, I can still explain it away and say, like, I was still in a weird, hazy dream state. Oh my god, maybe it was like a sleep paralysis thing, but my body was able to move. I don't know. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe I was somehow still dreaming, but I saw it. I definitely saw this weird thing sitting there, and I have nothing, I have nothing to gain from saying that. And, like, it's embarrassing and weird. But, um... So anyway, that's the that's the only real experience I've Oof. ever had. I'm like, getting like all anxious over here. I'm getting all like horror story. I just checked my little my little sound closet. <laughs> I was like, there's I don't know why, but I'm vividly like like this, here's the problem. And like the people that listen to our podcast, they're writers, they're they're you know, 
they're comic book illustrators. They, 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 they have vivid ima imaginations too. One of the problems with having a vivid imagination is, man, can you conjure up some horrifying things in your head? Oh, yeah. And like, always, I'm just imagining like this wear bat thing coming out of my closet <laughs> for some reason. And like, I'm terrified right now. But yeah, that's, that would, dude, living alone would never be one of my things, man. Like, that's probably one of my biggest fears. Like, I would never want to do that. Like, I, that sounds horrifying. Like, I've always had people around me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't do that. That would freak me out. If, like, I remember, okay, so I have a couple. One of the times I'm going to tell, it wasn't anything. But just, you know, that feeling, that weighted feeling in your chest, like when something just doesn't feel right, like you feel, you feel the displacement, you feel like the, the energy disruption, you feel the eyes, you know what I'm saying? That's all I can explain. My grandma passed away mm -hmm. and her, she had the, my grandpa's house in the villas. We used to go there all the time. Wait, you mean the grandpa's house? Yeah, with the, yeah. With the pool table. Oh yeah. yeah that, his house got redone. Okay. So my grandma and grandpa... My grandpa came into money because he became a stock trader and, and he had a bunch of money and then they were doing great. And then my grandma passes away a year after they're finally, they finally make it in the world. And it's, it's sad. She was the matriarch of the family. So it really kind of splintered everything. But anyways, so that house, my grandpa was in Jacksonville. I was working with my dad at the time. My dad had to go to the doctor's office. He's like, Hey, we're in, we're right, we're right near grandpa's office. You want me to just drop you off there? I can go to the doctor. I'll come pick you up. I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. So he drops me off and like, seriously, within 30 seconds of him shutting the door, I'm just like, this was a bad idea. Like, like the house was quiet. And like, I just got like this sudden sense of doom. Like I can't uh, explain it. I just mm -hmm. got like, I just felt like darkness. Like I just yeah. felt like terrified for some reason. I was like, I was like sitting on the couch. And I couldn't, you remember how the couch was facing that one wall. There was that yes, hallway behind that it. Terrifying. I, I Actually that back room and that, that oh my gosh i only went in there that room once and i that remember master bedroom where the yes. bathroom is it, yeah. and it's old school slider doors so dude like i just felt this presence at the end of the, the hallway and like i'm not I'm, I'm like 20 or 18 at the time i'm mm -hmm. older like i'm not like some you know child i legit walked out of that house and just I couldn't even be near the house. I was walking the neighborhood until my dad came back because I felt like there was something watching me from the window of the house. Wow. And I couldn't even be near the house. Like, oh yeah. And I've never been that like that suddenly terrified before. There was just, there was some sort of, I don't know. I don't know what the hell was going on, but I was like utterly terrified. And then, so that's that story. And like, I remember I waited, my dad came back and said, what the hell are you outside? I'm like, I don't know, dad. I was, I was just terrified. I couldn't even be in there. I don't know what the hell was going on. I just felt yeah. this presence. I didn't want to be in there. Like I had this gut feeling to get out basically. But then, okay. So then second time was the garage again, where you got that recording initially. Yeah. Now someone that plays like out of amplifiers or something like that, maybe they, maybe this is a possibility, but I didn't know it was a possibility. Uh -huh. And I was, I think it was that half, it was that half stack. Yeah. I was I was hooking up that half stack and I was jamming and like I stopped playing for a second and dude the half stack cuts into a radio frequency and starts blasting like a radio frequency like in a different it's language like I think I think it was Spanish but yeah. it was like I was like yeah. like, it, like at full half stack volume like yeah. they like got the signal somehow and I was like how is this even happening I turned off the amp and I like backed up and I was like what the hell just happened like. <laughs> How can an amp, uh -huh. I don't know how an amp can pick up a radio. I mean, I'm I sure actually it can. remember that. 
I actually yeah. remember that really clearly. Yeah. yeah and it was like terrifying. It scared the crap out of me because yeah. it was like, I didn't know amps could do that. I didn't know they had the frequency capacity or whatever, but I don't know electronics as well as someone else. Maybe, maybe that is a possibility, but mm-hmm. that scared the crap out of me. And that was in the same place where that occurred with the deceit. So, right. Right. So it was there. Uh, so maybe that's a, maybe it was a radio station, but how convenient and weird and synchronistic would it be for a random radio station to only come onto the recording for one word and have it be appropriate to the conversation we were having and be especially since the radio station that got plugged in before was his was probably hispanic what hopefully it was just hispanic hopefully it wasn't latin and i was like straight up something a d i don't know if they're because like it sounded spanish to me but so does certain latin words because yeah. i mean that's where all of our languages are coming from so but yeah dude i remember i got pre- i like shut the amp off and ran inside i remember that i was i was pretty scared all right all right no more scary stuff or you think you'll be able to go to sleep tonight um Oh, so you got your gift today. I wanted you to open on a podcast, but what do you think? Dude, it's so epic. So Anthony got, and you guys probably, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but he found the fictional comics from the Lost Boys. And they're like 3D. Like they come with 3D glasses. And yeah, man, it's Destroy All Vampires and Vampires Everywhere, the, the survival guides think of it as a survival guy but yeah it's like literally with the frog brothers hand Corey haim and the lost boys and that's freaking awesome i can't wait to double frame that and hang that on my wall that's what i figured yeah dude i'm glad you liked it i i got him and i was like as soon as i saw that i was like i need to get this for steven for any reason and then it was i was like oh christmas is coming yes and i bought so i bought you some and i bought me some <laughs> because i couldn't pass it up i just needed no, that, that's dude when i opened it and i saw what it was I'm like man this is so cool like, it's just so cool i was like destroy and like it was one of those things where like i wasn't thinking about lost boys when i opened it so it took like maybe a second for me to like put together what it was you know what i'm yeah. saying I was like, oh oh my god that's so cool like mm-hmm. I, I yeah so that was like wait so my first response was wait were those real comics? So I was like, and like, no, they're, they're fictional. That's so cool. That's like, so, someone actually yeah. spent the time to make them, and they look freaking awesome. Yeah, it's, I thought it was fun. They actually they have all the pages in them, like that are shown in the movie, and you know, really, like, yeah, with the dialogue and stuff. I didn't open them yet because oh, you haven't sealed. opened it yet. Yeah, dude, it's pretty cool. They no, have they it. were sealed. I was like, I don't know. Oh, okay, them. yeah. No, they're pretty cool. If you like, I looked. At, I looked at mine, and it also has like just the inked version with no color, and it has. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um. So, that is like yeah dude that's so cool like lost boys is obviously like top top five of all time for me with movies and you, you too that's basically like almost like what our friendship probably like oh yeah blossomed from like that's that that's the, the seed, seed of that, our love for sure that's the seed that, the, that oily sax guy is basically because no one else got it man the, the, i don't think there's a single other person in our friends group that likes the lost boys yeah, that's even, weird, like, right i mean even close to how much we like the lost boys yeah that's true it's not really fair well i don't know what what's wrong with them um all the listeners love the lost boys we know that they all tell us all the time <laughs> <laughs> so this is the lost boys podcast now the lost cast um no episode 50 is gonna be a, gonna be a good one. Oh yeah we have to do that Oh, actually, speaking of that, so I came up with a new idea for another comic. So I was like, okay, this is killing me because we're gonna have to. We're we're getting to the point where we're gonna we're gonna pitch whatever our next book our next book is, right? Mm-hmm. So what Steve and I are thinking about doing for the next few weeks is we're going to do like a Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, and Future thing in which we we visit what we did wrong in the past, what we're doing now, and what our biggest plans are in the future. Um, I'm going to focus a little bit more on the comic stuff in those episodes. Probably still literate with all the nonsense that we usually do, because I don't think we can help it. I'm not sure. No. 
that we can help it, Stephen. Um, when people ask me what this podcast is about, I I don't even know if I should say comic book podcast right away or just kind of save that for later. Um, because most of the time, I it is a comic book podcast. It's most it's about creating, getting through all of our issues and our trouble. Um, but we just end up talking about so many things because we have so many various issues, like ghosts, for instance. <laughs> um, so anyway, so our, our idea for the upcoming weeks is we're going to be talking about the past, present, and future. When we get to the future episode, Stephen and I are both going to be pitching ideas. And then we're going to give the audience, that's all of you, if you're listening, um, we're going to give you the opportunity to vote on what idea we work on next after our current graphic novella. So... We're getting to the end of our graphic novella. Uh, it's going really well. I, I didn't get to talk about what I did this week, but I, I wrote uh, on New Year's Eve. Um, I went home and I sat and I wrote as much as I could. Last night, I I wrote as much as I could. Um, and I've been trying to get this book done. I'm getting really close, actually. Uh, so we're almost done with the, with the book. Uh, we're, the writing's almost done. The art is getting there. Stephen's work is looking fantastic. And it's like each page is getting better and better in like the best, like most dynamic sort of way and i really mm -hmm. love that um so we're we're headed toward the the place where i'm going to need something new to work on so i'm going to definitely be working on my solo stuff but i also need a, the next project to write with steven and i so what we're going to do is we're going to pitch you each idea steven's probably going to i think we talked about this a little last week steven's going to pitch two ideas i'm going to pitch two ideas and then we're going to give you the opportunity to vote and whatever you vote for we're going to make we're gonna do it, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it on the podcast, and we're gonna do exactly what we've done with the graphic novella up until this point with that idea going forward. And but between both of us, um, we're each gonna have like a heavy idea, and then we're each gonna have like a lighter idea. So like, come what may, is probably gonna be the heavier one for for Anthony's pitch because it could be a very branching universe, right. similar to like my clan's idea where it has so many different little intricacies that it could become like a very like multi-issue series. Right. Whereas Scavengers and Deathless can probably be told more in a graphic no mm -hmm. novel, probably more novel, not novella. Yeah. I think both of those are still probably longer than than yeah. what uh, Play It Again will be. Oh, Steven. So by the way, uh, we started an Instagram. Brand yes. new Instagram account. It's Instagram.com slash We Have Issues Podcast. Um, I started posting a few of, you know, the old pages and what we've been working on. I'm trying to figure out exactly how to use it to make, you know, to, to get people interested. I'm not, I've never been very Instagram savvy. So if anyone has any advice for us on how to get people's eyes on our podcast through Instagram or any of the you know, various social media networks, let us know because I'm not very good. We want good your grandparents and we want your, we want your IG followers. Yeah, we need those IG followers. So this week, what I plan on doing is three pages i'm gonna push through and i'm gonna get three pages done to make up for my lack of work over these last two weeks but also like i said before i really want to get through this novella and at least probably start writing the music too because that's the thing once i get the page pages uh penciled I, i'm hoping i'm hoping at that point you'll probably have had time to kind of loosely write some of the songs and then yes. we can start doing our, our songwriting process too where you send me your loose ideas i start like composing but what i'm gonna do this week is write like crazy um of course it's also i always come up with the i have the same issue of having to edit the podcast every week so <laughs> my plan though my plan is i'm going to start like tonight when we're done recording i'm going to edit as much as i can and then i'm going to do my best to 
finish it the next day so then I have the rest of the week just to write because I should be able to write almost to the end of this thing by the by the end of this week like I'm very close it's like I'm starting to I really like where it's going I'm pretty sure we can do this um and I'm ready to be done with it so then we can move on to the songs and I'm excited for that part so that's that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna get some writing done I'm really looking forward to see how you do with the three pages I'm gonna root for you I'm gonna text you randomly and ask you if you're working on them, and then I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna shame you. I'm gonna, <laughs> so um, I'm excited for it. But so thank you all for listening so much. Uh, we appreciate you every single week. Uh, we love you. Please listen. Go watch last week's episode. It was pretty good. It was okay. I don't know why. Where, where'd you go? We missed you. We love you. Um, Give no, us views. We, yeah, Give but, us views. Give us views. We need it. Where were your grandparents? Oh, I hope they're okay. Um, <laughs> So anyway, we love you all. We really do appreciate you. Um, you can find us on facebook.com slash groups slash we have issues podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash we have issues pod. And now we have a brand new Instagram at instagram.com slash we have issues podcast. If you're only listening to this on one of the various podcasting apps, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash we have issues podcast. I remember all that stuff. We can do this together. We're amazing. <laughs> Listen. I record the Zoom channel with you. Then you send me pictures. <laughs> I load them in Photoshop. I make a thumbnail. And then I send it to you. Okay. <laughs> I can see what else you expect of me. <laughs>